welcome to TAP, the awesome podcast. My name is Claire Turner and I'm an EFT practitioner, manifestation and mindset coach, the founder of Claire Turner EFT, the creator of Eight Weeks to Weight Loss and the From Doubt to Clout courses. Now, I am obsessed with helping women to overcome feelings of self-doubt and to grow into the awesome and empowered goddesses that they truly are. Now, if you are looking to tap into your divine right to success and abundance, then you have come to the right place, my friend. My goal within this podcast is to help you see your infinite potential, to tap into your personal power and be, do and have whatever you dream of. Thank you so much for pressing play. We're going to have so much fun. Let's get going. So good morning, good morning, good morning. At least it is where I am. I hope you're having a wonderful day or a great start to your day. Thank you for joining me. I just wanted to talk very quickly about overwhelm. I was at a um, business mastermind last weekend for chiropractic business owners. That wasn't a random thing. I am I am one half of a chiropractic business. Um, and my other half is the other one who does the chiropracting. But something that, as, as awesome as these masterminds are, and they are phenomenal, they're really, really good, loads of great information, they can be very overwhelming for the very simple fact of the matter that you know you're it's suddenly being pointed out to you all the things that you're not doing that really you could probably do and it would help and it does land on you like a bag of bricks and that's okay but what do you do when you get into that overwhelm in your business now when I was at the mastermind I spent a lot of my time just sitting there tapping Uh, which obviously helps massively uh, when you're feeling overwhelmed. But when you are working on your own business or whatever it is that you're doing and you feel this overwhelm coming on, and and overwhelm can, can come from a number of places. But one of the things or two of the things it tends to send you off into and you hear these words come out of your mouth are... I can't do it and or I don't know how to do it. And it's that point of confusion where you're perhaps trying something new or you're trying to get your head around something and you're finding it really, really difficult. I'm sure we've all been there. This is something I went through an awful lot and I continue to go through to an extent with technology because I'm uh, I'm not the world's best technology person, and that's okay. <laughs> but it's when we hit those questions or those statements, I can't do it, I don't know how to do it. And the temptation is when you hit those and you are confused and you're feeling overwhelmed, the temptation is just to run away. Now, that could take many forms. It may take the form of you busying yourself with other things that aren't going to move you forward but do tick things off your to-do list so you have the the feeling that you're doing something productive when actually you're really not 
or it could send you scurrying off to the sofa with a pot of ice cream to watch multiple episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But whichever one it is, it doesn't help. It doesn't lead you to success. So what can you do? What can you do about these feelings and about these, these statements that you say? And I was on my way to a, a weights class this morning at it's just a ridiculous time of 6.30. And I was listening to an audio CD in the car of a chap called Blair Singer, who is just phenomenal. And he, I was listening, the book I was listening to was Little Voice Management. He's got a couple of books. I'm sure he's got more than that. There's a couple of books. I just absolutely recommend, um, totally get hold of them in whatever way you can, whether audio or paperback. But it's Little Voice Management and sales dogs and he's called Blair Singer that's B-L-A-I-R Singer I'll pop, I'll pop, a, pop it in the, in the notes so you've got it but really really good books and there's a section on this in Little Voice Management these, these two statements I can't do it I don't know how to do it because as soon as you utter those phrases you are disempowering yourself particularly um, when it comes to the latter one I don't know how to do it because when we've said that in the past, there's probably been plenty of people around who are more than happy to come in and tell you how you should be doing it or how you can do it. No one is ever really backwards about coming forwards when it comes to giving advice or their opinion on something. And so we've learned that by going, throwing our hands up in the air, going, oh, I can't, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it someone else will step in. Now, the issue I've got with that is first off, it's massively disempowering. You're essentially telling yourself you're not good enough and you need someone else to come in and save you. And that's not a great place to be. That places you very firmly and very squarely in the realms of victimhood. And I'm not down with that. And it also... Yeah, you're reinforcing to yourself that you're not, you don't think you're capable. Now, this isn't the same as going out and seeking advice from someone who has already done it. This isn't me saying, oh, you know, never ask for help because that's just really disempowering. Because that's not, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's not the point. Be able to ask for help, but do it in a way that is empowering. So, Okay, so right now, I'm not sure how I can do this. What can I do? Who can I ask that I can learn from? You know, find a more empowering way of saying it. But what do you do before that? What do you do before that? Well, the very first thing you do, and none of this is my idea. <laughs> I'm not very innovative. I can't even say it. This is this comes from Blair Singer. He's probably got it from somewhere else because you know nothing is ever new. But I think it bears repeating as much as possible. So the very first thing you do when you when you start to, to utter those words, I can't do it, because the chances are you can do it. But there's something about it that feels hard or feels confusing, or and this is where procrastination kicks in. There's something about it that your subconscious has gone, shit, if I do that, this other thing will happen and this other thing doesn't feel very safe. And the whole, I don't know how to do it, 
again, chances are you probably do. You've probably already been shown or told by someone when you've uttered something like this before, but you haven't acted on it. How many times, and oh my God, for me, so many, so many, how many times have people given me advice and I haven't done anything with it? Because that little voice in my head is going, you can't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> so the chances are, you know, we can do it and we do know how to do it. But because we're in overwhelm, we forget that. It just feels too impossible. So the very first thing you need to do is just to shout, stop. Stop. Loud and emphatically. So what the fuck does that do? Well, it's a pattern interrupt. You are interrupting that little voice in your head that's running that dialogue. And you, you essentially, you stun it into silence for a moment. And it's in that moment you can start to bring in these next things. So after you've shouted stop, and you need to shout it, certainly at the beginning, but when you're not used to it, you need to shout it. And then what do you do? Well, the first thing you do, and this is regards to I can't do it, bring up some ridiculous reasons why you can't do it. I can't do it because it's Tuesday. I can't do it because there is a cloud in the sky. I can't do it because birds can fly. I can't do it because um, I'm wearing blue socks. Just utterly ridiculous stuff. And you do those very, very quickly until your mood starts to lift or you laugh at yourself or you start to get bored. Boredom is very underrated because one of the great things about boredom is if you're bored, you're not being triggered. If you're bored, you're not overwhelmed. So it's actually, a, it's actually quite a good sign. So you do the ridiculous reasons why you can't do it as quickly as possible until your mood lifts, you laugh at yourself or you feel bored. Then when you've got to that stage, the next one is to tell yourself again out loud all the things that you can do. You know, I can read, I can walk, I can drive a car, I can write, I can eat, I can open a bottle of wine. Woohoo! And what you're doing there is you're bolstering yourself because somewhere inside you, there is a little part of you that just feels really underappreciated. And when you're sitting there going, oh, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that. Not necessarily in that voice, but you know, you're, you're telling yourself you can't do something. There is a part of you going, well, hang on a minute. What about me? I can do all these things. I can, there's loads of stuff I can do. But we don't focus on that. We focus on what we think we can't do. So by saying out loud all the things you can do, and it can be really stupid things. You know, I can stand on one leg. I can put my finger up my nose, just, but stuff you can do. And you start to bolster yourself. You start to bolster that part of you that's going, yeah, yeah, I totally can do that. And your energy comes up. You get into a better place to then ask yourself the question, if I could do this, where would I start? What would be the first thing I would do? And because you've gone through those 
previous steps, your brain is primed to give you an answer. So you've made you've made the whole thing ridiculous. Then you've bolstered yourself with all the things you can do, how great you are. And then you ask the question, if I could do this, what's the first thing I would do? And you can use the same thing for I don't know how to do that. Again, stop, interrupt that pattern. Then ridiculous reasons as fast as possible as to why you don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it because the grass is green. I don't know how to do it because the bin lid is red. I don't know. Stupid stuff. Again, until you bring your energy up or you laugh at yourself or you feel bored. And then you bring in all the things you do know how to do. I know how to write. I know how to run on the spot. I know how to write an email. All the things you know how to do. And then you ask yourself the question, if I did know how to do this, what is the first thing I would do? Or who can I ask who can help me learn how to do this? Or what resources do I need to be able to do this? Just ask yourself, some questions about what can move you forward. So have a little play with that. It's a very, very short one, very, very short one. Obviously, um, you know, tapping will also help you bring the overwhelm down. And actually, one place you can really deploy tapping is for those times where you don't want to bring your energy up. You don't want to feel better. We've all had them. You know, we've got into a strop because we don't know how to do something or we can't do something. And it just feels overwhelming and horrible. And you, I've done this countless times, you strop out of your office, you throw yourself on the sofa and, you know, you watch an episode of whatever your favourite programme is. And you essentially, you steal it and you sulk. Now, I'm all for a bit of tactical wallowing. Sometimes you need to have a little bit of a wallow. You can, you know, there's nothing wrong with how you feel. The issue comes is when you allow yourself to stay there. There are times when I will absolutely, I will just, I will fess up to myself that I feel utterly shit about this and I just want to wallow in it for a while. I don't want to feel better. Don't cheer me up. And I'll wallow in it for a little while. Maybe I'll set a, a timer. Or maybe it'll get to the point because I get bored of wallowing quite quickly, which is quite cool. When I start to get bored of it, then I allow myself to come out of it. But something else that I do is I tap for it. So even though I just want to wallow in this and I don't want to feel better, I accept how I feel, even though I don't want to cheer up. I don't want to move past this. I want to wallow in it. And maybe that's okay. I accept how I feel, even though I just want to wallow for a while. I give myself permission to do that. And I choose not to do it for very long. And I accept how I feel. So tapping can be used, literally can be used for anything. 
and you and when you people get very worked up about what to say and when to use it you can use it whenever you want to you can use it at any point for anything and with regards to what you say all you do is you talk to yourself about how you're feeling it doesn't have to be fancy schmancy it can be very very simple even though I feel really pissed off and overwhelmed and I want to wallow in it for a while, that's okay. I choose to give myself 30 minutes to wallow and then I choose to pull myself together and I accept how I feel. So the little voice management tips, um, which I have shamelessly brought to you from Blair Singer, I'm sure he won't mind. <laughs> um, you know, really, really good, really, really effective. And when you start using them as well as EFT, because on occasion there are times when you can't use EFT if you're working in an office building and you've got lots of people around you, maybe you don't want to use EFT. That's, that's, you know, that's entirely your choice. But you have these other options available to you. But when you start to use these tactics in conjunction with each other, that's when you can start to get some really powerful changes. Because, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm a massive advocate of EFT. EFT for me is extremely powerful, but so are a lot of other things. EFT isn't the only thing out there. And when you start combining EFT with other things, you know, if that works for you, fabulous, fabulous. This isn't a one size fits all scenario, but certainly give it a go. As with everything, give it a go for a while, you know, seven days, 14 days, 21 days, whatever. Allow yourself to try a new way for a set amount of time and see how it works for you. Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. So I hope that was useful. Thank you for joining me. I've got a short and sweet one today. Um, I will put Blair's info in the comments. I will also put my YouTube channel in the comments. If you want to have a, I mean, I'm talking about EFT like you know exactly what I'm saying. Uh, you know all about it. I'm aware that maybe you don't. So I'm also, I'll pop a link into my YouTube channel. There are some tap along videos in there so that if you're not too sure what to do, or what to say, you can find one that's sort of in the ballpark of what you're looking for and you can follow along to that. And I'll also put my website in there so you can see a little bit more about what EFT is and how you can get involved. All right, lovelies, thank you for joining me. Pleasure to have you. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you on the next awesome podcast. Toodles. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me in a review so I can keep the awesome stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come and soak up the extra inspiration by following me on facebook.com forward slash Claire Turner EFT or visiting my website at claireturnereft.com. And just so you're aware, I'm very greedy. Claire has everything in it. C-L-A-I-R-E. I appreciate you so much and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the next episode. In the meantime, be awesome.